Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast with me, Dr. Joseph Walker. This podcast is designed to offer strategies in moving vision to reality. Leaders can expect to be mentored, inspired, and challenged to succeed at the next level. So prepare to be exposed, empowered, and equipped for excellence. Thank you for connecting and allowing this space to become an opportunity for growth and collaborative learning. Now, let's go on this journey together and spark the change we wish to see in ourselves, our teams, and the world. Hi, I'm Dr. Joseph Warren Walker III, and thank you so much for tuning in to Next Level Leader Podcast. So excited to have you connected on today, whatever, whatever, whatever you are tuned in from. I really appreciate you and make no mistake about it. We take this podcast very seriously as we hope to pour in the lives of leaders everywhere around the world. I'm thankful for all of you that have been sharing this podcast. If it's a blessing to you, I want you to make sure you share it with someone else. It's our goal to reach a million people, and I know you can help us do just that. Listen, I also would like you to follow me on Instagram, Joseph Walker 3 That's the place where I engage and share and Follow me and let me know where you're from. Let me know you're a new listener. It would mean a lot to me. And then also, I really want to encourage you to go to josephwalker3.org for more of our content, our books, find out about our conferences, things we're hosting, things we can do for your organization. Come in and talk to your staff. So we've been doing that, consulting and moving around the country to share even around the world in the virtual space and in the physical space to help people really take their teams and their businesses to the next level. So I'm thankful incredibly grateful for the opportunity to be able to share with you on today. Today, I want to talk about something that I believe is a catalyst for success, that is communication. In every aspect of society, uh, in our business relationships, in our personal relationships, communication is key. So I want to talk about how to improve it. How many times have you heard people say, people just don't communicate well? People don't share information. It is a frustrating cycle in most organizations. And sometimes you can do your due diligence and you can share and do all you can, but it's how people listen and how they hear that can create the tension. So what I want to talk about today is really how to improve it. And it's an ongoing thing. Let's be honest. Nobody really has this Unlock. It is an ongoing struggle, but I hope to introduce to you some principles that can move that ball a little up the road. So let's see. First of all, I want you to understand how to listen in silence. Why is that important? Because oftentimes when people are sharing ideas and people are communicating with us, you've seen this, right? The big interruptions when people feel that they have to get their point in. Yeah, I hear what you're saying, but hold on, let me say this. And all of a sudden now the person can't finish a sentence. Uh, the thought cannot be clearly articulated because the other person who is in the communication is constantly over-talking or not being silent to listen. It is so important that we take time to listen in silence. You have to discipline yourself to wait until the person is done. Wait and process what they said so that you do not react, but that you appropriately respond. 
if you find yourself reacting, it means that you are in your feelings, in your emotions, and you are allowing yourself not to critically think through what has been said, process it contextually, and really give that person the benefit of the doubt. So in order to improve communication, there are moments you just have to sit there, say nothing until invited to respond. I want you to really take a moment and just learn how to be still and listen. Yes, your opinion matters. Yes, some of the things the person is saying may not be correct, but just endure it. Give the communication opportunity to evolve. And then secondly, speak with contextual clarity. You see, often what hinders communication is that people just talk in circles. You've seen this? We're often vague. We share our thoughts in the organization. We share our feelings. And sometimes we're very passionate about that, but we're not specific. There is no contextual clarity. People don't know where we're coming from. One of the things I've tried to do as a leader is be very specific about what I'm saying and why I'm saying and how it impacts this or that. So I often, you know, give a person a historical framework to set up the conversation as I introduce something new so they can understand the backdrop. For example, I might say, we're going to have a discussion about, let's just give a name, about Teddy, right? And Teddy and Anthony are on our team. This is just a hypothetical. And I want, before I tell you about what I'm going to do with Teddy and how Teddy's going to move in this position or how Anthony's going to move in that position, I want to give you some context about their story and about their pedigree and about, you know, what they've done historically before they got here, some of the things they're wrestling with, so that when we engage them, we have some contextual understanding of why the decisions are being made. You see, we communicate the decision. We communicate what we're trying to do. But we don't communicate why we're doing it. And when you give greater context, it can soften the blow of a lot of criticism because people kind of get a sense that there's something broader at work here. You're not just making moves to make moves. It's because you are aware of certain things that the people who work for you or alongside you may not be aware of. And so when you communicate, do your very best to communicate with contextual clarity. Now, here's the third thing. Many of you know I believe in the collaborative model of leadership. I talk about it all the time, sitting everyone at the table and making certain that everybody's voice matters. Well, there it is. Everyone's voice matters. That's number three. In order for you to have proper communication in your organization, in your church, in your relationships, etc., you have to empower the voices around you. You can't mute people. You can't make people feel intimidated for sharing their thoughts, their opinions. I have grown so much listening to great ideas that have come from unusual places, all because I attempted to create an environment where every person knew their voice mattered. People feel that their voice matters. You're able to get information, creativity, innovation, because that environment creates broader communication. Not only does their voice matter, but your voice matters as well. People have to hear you. They have to hear from you. You see, as a leader, you can't always delegate your voice to other people. Go tell the people this and go tell the people that. At some point, the people need to hear from you. 
So it's important that you lay that out. You share that vision. You are constantly in tune and communicating with your team because everyone's voice matters, including yours. Now, this next thing I want to kind of have a little fun with, and it's about don't play conversational ping pong. This is something that my wife and I talk about in our book, Becoming a Couple of Destiny. It's a relationship book, and I encourage you to go get it. We're going to be revising this book very, very soon. And and let me tell you something. (laughs) This idea came because we were having an argument. We're both A-type people, right? And we were realizing that just like in the game of ping pong, you know, it's like, you know, we we volley, boom, back and forth. Watch it, then somebody smashes the ball and says, got you. That's one point. Well, that's how we often communicate. We're communicating to win a point. We're trying to score points in the conversation versus just allowing the conversation to become what it is, to give us greater information and revelation concerning the direction we need to go. Everybody's trying to score points. And we're keeping score, as a matter of fact. So you cannot really have a healthy relationship of communication if every conversation is about ping pong. This is when you go into the office of an employee or a supervisor and you're like just trying to make your point and you're going back and forth and all of a sudden your voice is elevated, the room gets tense and you walk out like I scored, I told him, I finally got it over. Well, that's conversational ping pong. And uh, unfortunately, that's not a healthy model of communication. So it's important to make certain that you're not always trying to score points. You're just trying to share what's important to you. I think you got that, right? I think you did. Here's the next thing I want you to really process, right? Here is number five. Don't penalize someone for sharing their truth. Now, this is so important because I operate in in a lot of different capacities as a presiding bishop, I lead pastors and bishops around the world as a pastor leading, you know, 30,000 plus congregations. So a lot of people uh, that I lead there, you know, serve on the board of a bank and I've been in board meetings and board of HBCUs. I'm, I'm in those board meetings as well. And one of the things that's interesting is that, you know, when people share their truth in terms of how they really feel, sometimes that can be backlash, unfortunately. People can be perceived as renegades or you know, troublemakers or this or that, but you have to allow people to share their truth, whether you agree with it or whether you're not. Your organization will never grow if you put your head in the sand and never allow people to share their honest opinion. Because if you want to surround yourself with a bunch of yes people, then you do that, but you will only go so far. You have to have people that can challenge the vision, that can speak truth to it, that can say, look, this is uh, an area we need to work on. And, and those folks are not penalized because they are honest. It is so important to have honest people around me. I would rather have, listen, three honest people around me telling me the truth than a hundred disingenuous people who are only clapping in public but talking behind my back. So it's so important to make sure that you are literally creating an environment where people are not penalized for sharing their truth. As a leader, think about it. How many people have you penalized? It may not have been directly, but it could have been indirectly. Oh, no, no, no. We're going to put them over there. We're going to put them and we, you know, redirect them to another department. Or we're going to put them here. They can't work for me because they talk too much or they say this, say that. You, you rob yourself 
of an extraordinary individual who would give you what other people would not give you, and that is the truth. I, as a leader, have to know the truth. I can't operate in the idea of what I hope to do. I need people who can tell me the truth and the best path forward to get there. Now, in this same vein is number six, because it is confronting the elephants in the room. I wrote this in my book, Leader Shifts. I talked about how I am adamant about not allowing elephants to stay in the room without being addressed. And what do I mean by elephants? I mean those very difficult but obvious things that need to be dealt with that are often people are just acting as if they don't exist or they're not that significant. And so we continue to just skirt around them, not deal with them. But the elephant is in the room. And however we're going to deal with the elephant, whether we chop it up in pieces and serve it out on, on, on sauces, whatever we do, we got to deal with the elephant. And so as a consequence, I want you to really hear me here because it is so critical that you confront the elephants, that you deal with it. You can't let tension rise up or dissent, or you can't let something that has occurred in your organization go without being dealt with. And so as a leader, you have to lead the way in dealing the elephants in the room. How many times have you looked back and you said, boy, I should have dealt with that. If I had dealt with that, then I wouldn't be dealing with this now. Exactly. That's why it is so important to deal with your elephants in the room. Let's review before we go to number seven, as we often do. We're talking about how to communicate, how to improve it. And we talked about listening in silence, making certain that we learn the power of keeping our mouths closed, not always feeling we have to give a rebuttal right in the midst of someone sharing with us, but just saying, you know, we're going to allow uh, you to speak. We're going to create an environment where we're just going to be quiet, take notes, and then we won't react out of our emotions. We'll respond appropriately when the time has come. Secondly, we're going we're gonna to speak with contextual clarity. That whatever we say, we want to bring greater context to it so people will understand the larger implications of our decision. If we just make decisions without sharing with people context, then they begin to question our decisions because they don't have the information that we have available to us. And so it's so important that you always attempt to give contextual framework and contextual clarity to your decisions. And then also understanding that everyone's voice matters. Your voice matters. It, it carries weight. And you create an environment where it doesn't matter what your position is, whether you're the CFO, whether you are the custodian, your voice carries weight. So you have to remember that. And maybe you should just kind of say that to yourself today. My voice carries weight. It does. Wherever you're working, whatever you're working on, remember, your voice carries weight. And then, of course, we're not going to play conversational ping pong, right? Yeah, you know what that looks like. That's that back and forth and back and forth until I got you. And then we end up missing out on incredible things that God wants to do in and through our lives, right? And then we don't want to penalize someone for sharing their truth. There's some things that may be hurtful to us. It may cause us to reevaluate our effectiveness. Literally, we don't like to be over-supervised sometimes. We don't want people to, to give us, you know, real honest assessment of our work because in our minds, we're doing a great job against all the odds. So it's always, I'm doing a great job. And then all of a sudden, here comes someone who says, I'm going to pick all this apart 
and really help you understand where the unhealthy areas are so you can fix it. Now, if you are a real leader, you appreciate that. You need a person like that in your life. Say, tell me the truth. Tell me where I am, where I need to be. I'm not going to believe the hype of the crowd, but I am going to make sure that I really put an incredible amount of time in focusing, focusing on what I need to do in creating an environment where people can tell the truth. Now listen to this, confronting the elephants in the room. Deal with it. We're just going to deal with it. End of the day, we're just going to deal with it. We're not going to just let it sit there and nobody say anything. That day is over. I want you to say emphatically right now, deal with it. Deal with it. Deal with it. Here's number seven. Communication should bring about change. The whole point of this is that change occurs. I learned something from what you share with me. You know, I am enhanced and enlightened by what you've been able to communicate to me. And therefore, it brings about change. That's the measurable for communication. Why are we meeting if there's nothing going to come out of it? Why are we having a conversation if there's not a need for something to be implemented, executed, or a change to occur? So as a consequence, we want to make sure that change is on the other side of communication. You know, I have been leading for some time now, and I know that it is so hard sometimes trying to communicate with people. And we could easily just go right into the idea of, well, you know, when you communicate, you have to make sure you copy everybody. I talk about this all the time. You know, I never send an email to one person. I always copy someone else so that when that one person says, I don't know where it is, I can pull it up from somewhere else. I always try to communicate in collaboration so that everyone is hearing it for the first time from me as a leader versus me allowing someone else to come in and I have to come back and try to clean it up or straighten it up. And so it's so important, right, that we really understand this because communication is where it is, man, in terms of our uh, success, in terms of our uh, moving our vision forward. It's got to be effective communication and how we deal with people, how we communicate with them is so important. So we've got to make sure that we're doing that and we're doing it well. So I want you to know I am here to serve and help you and whatever I can do, reach out to me at Joseph Walker 3. If you'd like me to come in and talk to your team or do a few exercises I do on communication, would love to do that and share that with your team. And uh, I just appreciate you being connected on today. I want you to follow me. I want you to take time, follow me at Joseph Walker, the number three. Follow me on Instagram. Go to our website, josephwalker3.org. Get our books, content. They're out there on Amazon. You can do it. I just want you to grow as a leader. And I want to thank you so much for being connected. And I want you to help me reach a million people by sharing this link. If this has blessed you, and I believe it has, If it has blessed you like that, share it with someone else and let them know. Be a part of Next Level Leader Podcast. I want to thank you so much, guys. I have so much appreciation. Every single leader who is connected on today. Listen, communication is key. You got this. Your team has this. If you spend a little time listening without saying nothing, You'll be amazed at what you'll learn. Until next time, you'll be blessed. I'll talk to you soon. Take care. 
Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I want you to subscribe at iTunes, cpnshows.com, or whatever podcasts are downloaded. I also want you to follow me on Instagram at josephwalker3. I look forward to connecting.